this is a public service announcement. This episode does contain some Tanner-level profanity, including B-U-T-T and S-H-U-T-U-P. So, you've been warned. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Parenting in Real Life podcast. This is episode 65. Buenos noches. It is night for us. <laughs> we want to start off with a parenting in real life moment, as we always do. This was this a fail. This one's fresh. <laughs> and yeah, half about 20 minutes ago. Alexis is blushing right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is not a good parenting move for me. But it's real. And that's what this is about. <laughs> so, so our boys were being about the same as usual. But anyways, it's time to go to bed. And Nathan was determined to keep running up and down the hall. And he's like, I need to run up and down the hall to let my energy out. And he was screaming. And we said, no, you can't. If you do, you can't play with friends tomorrow. And so he freaked out and started screaming. And he yelled a Tanner family profanity <laughs> at Alexis. And Tanner family profanity has is a pretty low bar. So he said... A body part and then face. <laughs> For those who are curious, it's just B U T T. We were talking about this. Um, we feel like, are we too strict with our language with our kids? We don't say the word butt in our family. <gasps> oh. See, I have to beep that out. I apologize. <laughs> beep. We don't say that word. We don't say F A R T. We don't say. I feel like those. S-K-I-N. Just kidding. S-K-I-N. I was just practicing my spelling. Um, those are the big ones that I feel like... Oh, we also don't say S-H-U-T-U-P. Um, those are the big three that I feel like almost... Every, did you... No, you, I, I you got, got that. If you needed... If you listened to this in fast mode like I do, you probably didn't hear that. That was just shut up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that there is some... Um, Tanner level profanity so that you can not listen to this with your kids because this is rough. It sure feels like nobody else that we know doesn't say these words. And so we're just like, are we like sheltering our kids too much by saying you shouldn't say these words? It just feels like an extremely uphill battle. Like I know that our kids say it when they're with their friends. I know that their friends say it. And I think all of them are probably okay. I just was raised believing that those were terrible words. I was not. I don't know why it changed, but my I, family is not opposed to swearing. So I converted her. Legit swearing. So I don't know. I, I felt like the, I also agree that those words are a little. It's just weird when your four-year-old calls you those things, you know? It's not like, I don't know that it would be that weird as an adult to say those things. Like, I think those are fine to say as an adult. But when your kid, like your little kids say it, it's weird. Yeah. And we always have little kids and we will have little kids that will, it will feel weird that they say it for the next five years. And so it's just weird to be like, hey, you graduated. Now you can say those words. (laughs) 
Congratulations, you graduated. Now you can say B U T T. Thank you for spelling that. Less editing for you later. Anyway, back to our uh, story. So Nathan yells at me that I'm a that thing bum face, and you know where you just like want to yell things back at your kids. I did. She did. I did that. So I just yelled. At, I said, "You're a bum face." <laughs> but use the word. Uh, and I walked out, and I just was like, "Okay, I'm done." And I put Lucy to bed, and I let Alan take the other kids to bed. So, um, not my best moment as a parent, but. I just, was it a cathartic one? It felt good. <laughs> We're, Alan and I have talked about too that Nathan is just one of those kids that you just kind of want to like, there's something about him that you just kind of want to slap him around. <laughs> Partially because when you do, he likes it. Because he laughs. Maybe that's why. Because you just kind of like slap him around a little bit, he laughs. And so you're just like, you just want to like He's just a him. rough like, and not, tumble kid. Yeah, not hard. I mean, just like play punching, you know? Like He likes that. I don't know. He's weird. But anyway... Don't call your kids names. <laughs> That's what we got from that. Um, before we talk about our episode today, I just wanted to mention um, our last episode. I talked about our 20 go-to recipes for our family that we're using right now that just have really helped me with meal planning. So I just, it's a lot easier. I have this list that I always just go to and and I know that our kids mostly like the recipes on there. So if you're interested in that list, it's now on my blog at alexistanderling.com. It's just the most recent um, post so you can go check that out game changer for us we were trying to do like we paid a bunch of money for these family friendly meals and it's a new meal for every yeah, all these meal plans and stuff it's like one who wants to like learn how to make a new meal every day i know the answer to that is somebody but not <laughs> us buddy um and buddy. so we spent a bunch of money on that and it wasn't working and our kids didn't like it they were supposed to be family friendly meals and it was a flop. I think that's what I found. I've only done a few different meal plans, but the ones I've done, my kids don't like the food. Like yeah. we've tried healthy ones and, you know, clean ones and whatever, and the kids just don't like it. So the, the only downside to this 20 meals in rotation thing is that our kids are someday going to leave our house and they'll probably not like nothing but these 20 <laughs> meals. But, and it's not really, there's a little bit of rotation to it, but these are 20 great meals. Check yes. it out. And I try to expand more on Sundays. That's when they can that's try different things. <laughs> yeah, branch out on Sundays and that's it. So along with my ebook that I have mentioned on our podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about Halloween traditions today. So you may or may not be trick-or-treating and probably pro- parties probably aren't really happening. So, but don't waste your, waste your time searching Pinterest for ideas. My ebook is a collection of our favorite activities and crafts and recipes that are going to create a fun-filled holiday. So if you're interested, you can head to my website, alexistanderling.com, and check out my ebook there. How much is it? It's only $5. It, yeah, super cheap. It just saves you the trouble of going through and finding all those things. And you know that they're all, like, they're all good. They're all basic because we basic. And <laughs> so it's not going to be stuff that you're going to fail at. It's like literally it's doable stuff. a cupcake and an Oreo on top to make it look like a witch's hat. Like, you you can do this stuff. Yeah. But it's cute, too. It's really good. Worth the five bucks every time. So along those lines, here are the Halloween traditions that we do. These, most of these things are not in our ebook. These are just activities and things that we also do, like movies and stuff like that. So I want to start with 
our tasty treats section, some of our favorite treats that we have. In my opinion, when we say traditions and holidays, what we're really saying is here are the foods we eat with every holiday. That to me is what traditions are about. Yeah, totally. The food. So here they are. So we love pumpkin stuff, pumpkin cookies, muffins. We also have a pumpkin pancake recipe with some apple cider syrup. Oh, so good. So good. You can find that one on Pinterest. It's delicious. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We just told you not to go to Pinterest, but now you have to go to Pinterest. Now you have to find that one on Pinterest. But you know, just look up pumpkin pancakes with apple cider syrup. You're welcome. Very specific. Take that one for free. Caramel apples are a favorite. And pro tip, the fancy chocolate shops make gourmet caramel apples it turns out the apple and the caramel is the same you just roll it and stuff so we just um on our last vacation took some like white chocolate chips and pretzels crushed them up and then as it's still hot you roll it in the stuff totally elevates it also second pro tip that hopefully you already know never eat an a uh, caramel apple on the stick the stick is just for rolling. You mm-hmm. cut it off because otherwise the caramel slips off while you're trying to eat it. It's just yeah, all that caramel like in your teeth and zero apple. You're like, well, Ugh, that was so frustrating. A good chunk of caramel. <laughs> Teach your kids cut the apple <laughs> yep. after you roll it. Something else we really like to do is decorate sugar cookies. So we you know cut them out in Halloween shapes. I dye the frosting with different Halloween colors, and I love buying Halloween sprinkles. You can get fancy if you want some googly eyes. Um, they have edible ones and let your kids decorate cookies. And we usually make a bunch so that we can take them to our neighbors. So you don't have to always keep your treats. You can feel free to pass them out to neighbors. Have you published your, our sugar cookie recipe? Yes. Really my mom's. Yeah. It's money. Also on Alexis Tanner Lane. Yes, but it's a Valentine's cookie one. I put it, I did Valentine's. Same thing. recipe. Same recipe. If key is the, the cookie base, then you can cut it, whatever, how, uh, holiday it is but yeah but it's great because there's lemon in it it's lemon so it's got a really nice it just ruins bland sugar cookies for you for the rest of your life (laughs) like if it's not almond or lemon or something it's like that's kind of true okay we did a sugar cookie taste off with alan's family and we went to a couple of different like well-known cookie area places in the area and i the winner was the almond flavor one none of them had lemon in them nobody was doing lemon which is crazy to me the lemon is such a nice like I love lemon, but it's just a nice, like, contrast to the sweet. Yeah. But the one that we liked best had, like, an almond flavor. Definitely in had it. a different flavor besides just sugar. Real good. And then I already mentioned the witch cupcakes. Super adorable. And you can just use box um, cupcake cake mix, you know? Yeah, you don't need to get fancy. Funfetti is my – my kids love Funfetti box cake. Like, don't do that. It's good. Don't support Funfetti. I feel like we need to shut down Funfetti. <laughs> Why? Because it's like cotton candy ice cream and bubblegum ice cream. It's like just, it's appealing to kids' lack of knowledge that you shouldn't eat things just because they're brightly colored. <laughs> I I have, it's my own little vendetta. Get them in a Okay, don't do that one, dude. Chocolate or lemon Anything or something. <laughs> you can get white cake. Just stupid. <laughs> okay, on to the next one. We're doing... Family costumes. Now, I need to know, do you do themed family costumes? We've done a few in the past. Um, Our very first one we did was high school themed. Uh, Alan and I both wore our Letterman jackets. Or is that what you call yours? 
<laughs> we don't call our things. We don't talk about our jackets. It was just my <laughs> officer jacket. Oh, officer jacket. <laughs> Didn't know if there was a name. There's Mine not. has a name. Yeah, it's not. Anyway, and I made a little cheerleading costume for a cami. So then the next year we were s'mores, which was cute. And Chloe was a Hershey bar and Cammie was a marshmallow and we were grab crackers. Then the next year we were skeletons and I was that, you know, you've seen it a million times, the, the pregnant skeleton with the little skeleton baby inside. So that was fun. And that was the end of that. After that, our kids started having opinions about their Things costumes. Died. So... But And we thought, I thought this was going to be the year that we did it again because everyone was on board with the Star Wars theme and we all decided like which character we're going to be and stuff. And then we're like, okay, let's order costumes. All of a sudden, nobody wanted to be Star Wars anymore. We all had different opinions. We were close. We were so close. I was actually glad it broke down because it's expensive. It is expensive. If you're buying everybody, at least the way we were doing it, you could probably get creative and Star Wars isn't a good one to get creative with because those costumes are like plastic and stuff. So anyway. We could pick one and do it, but if you're going to buy your costumes, which is what we usually break down and do. Now we're going to take a quick break. We also do a Halloween dinner, and this is a tradition we got from the Lorkey side of things. Mm -hmm. Yes, growing up, we had cornbread and chili. Every Halloween, always cornbread and chili. Um, But now my family does like a Halloween party, and we usually have spaghetti and like my mom buys these big plastic cauldrons and puts the spaghetti in the cauldron. So it's more of just like a Halloween theme. And then we have spaghetti. And the spaghetti sauce is special, right? Like it's like a all day uh, take Yeah, I think sauce. my mom, yeah, makes it. It's not just the ragu stuff. And it's like dark. She, The lorkies are crazy into Halloween. So it's. Yeah, there's like candles and stuff we eat in the dark. But we well, don't eat the candles in the dark. <laughs> no, we eat the spaghetti in the By the light dark. of the candles. <laughs> Well, what we like to do now is the Papa Murphy pumpkin pizzas, where it's just in the shape of a pumpkin, because it's quick and easy. I liked my mom's chili idea, but work. it just took too much work. I'm like, I can't do this. Especially on Halloween, when you're trying to get out the door early. Yeah. And I have to help kids get fix their costumes and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, too we need much. to do something simple. Yep. And they're going to eat candy, so they don't want to fill their stomachs with food. But if you decide to do these Papa Murphy pizzas, a little pro tip, pick them up early in the day. Just go at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. There's going to be nobody there. You can just grab your pizza, throw it in the fridge because they're taken bake once. And then just bake it when you're ready. Is it a problem in Wisconsin? It's probably a Utah thing. Utah's the worst. (laughs) Utahs are crazy. And it's just like everything's crazy. I don't know what it is. Maybe Utah's growing too. I don't know. But everything, if there is a deal or a special or something, it just explodes in Utah. It's like we can't help ourselves. <laughs> and we're guilty. We will be buying three Papa Murphy pumpkin pieces this this Halloween, just like everybody else in Utah. But we'll get them at 3 o'clock before the rush. Suckers. <laughs> uh, lots of Halloween movies. I don't like any of these movies. I just wrote down some of the ones that we like to watch. Actually, we're not huge Halloween movie fans. Yes, our Halloween movies will not impress most people. And the classic that everybody watches, we actually don't like. (laughs) Nightmare Before Nastiness. I don't like The Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton and me, not friends. (laughs) So... We don't, I don't know. And of course, because we're like, oh, we don't want to watch that one. That's what the kids want to watch. Like, I don't want to watch that movie. And I'm like, I seriously think it's going to give you nightmares. So yeah, it does. 
and he does. So. But some non-nightmare-inducing, completely safe. The the, the, the the sketchiest one on the list is the first one, and it's Hocus Pocus. That's classic. Like, I don't. I love that one. It I just, appreciate the nostalgia that you have for it. Yeah, I we watch that every year growing up, but I really do like it. Like it's good. There's, there's creepy parts in it. They're coming out with the second one. Yeah. Next year, maybe. Yeah, a little creepy though. Coco, probably number one on my list. I like Coco any day of the year, but that's true. Um, Halloween Town, classic. Lame sauce. <laughs> Never saw it growing up. Can't start now because it is so lame. It is one of those like early two thousand Disney movies. Like it's a little Tough lame, but I grew up with it, so I like it still. And our kids like it. So. Yeah. Casper, I can I can handle that. We watched um, Twitches on Disney Plus last year. No one has Tia and Tamara in it. No one's good. Adam's Family. There's a newish um, animated version yeah. of Adam's Family. I don't yeah, know animated. if I would watch the other one. Room on the Broom. Now this oh, is classic. this one's based off a book. And, and it's so good. It is really good. It's only it's less than an hour, so it's a shorter one. And it's on it's Netflix. It's like less than 20 minutes. It's, it no, just, I, think I, looked, I think it's like 45 minutes. No. Is it? It okay. just reads the book. They expand I mean, it, on it, it a little bit. But know. the words are word for word the book. Yeah. And then like there's some in between stuff, but it's I love it. The animation's great. The story's cute. It Good is. for younger kids. Curious George Halloween Fest. How, where do you find that? Is I don't know. Anywhere? I looked on Netflix and I couldn't find it, and that's where we used to watch it. So. Of all the Curious George movies, it's the best. It's a good one. It's I great. Like it. What's his name? Oh, no noggin. No noggin. <laughs> It's so good. I would watch it by myself. It's good. Uh, our kids also love Hotel Transylvania. They watch that any time of the year too, but that one's about yeah, monsters and got stuff. Monsters and tame. Boycott Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> but back to Coco, we are trying to incorporate more and more, hopefully in a respectful way. We are not this culture, but we love it so much and we're kind of reminded of it in Coco. We love Dia de la Muerto. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably saying it wrong. Dia de los American. Muertos. Los but I like something about another culture. And so we're trying to respectfully steal it. Yeah. Celebrate uh, Day of the Dead, which you probably have heard of. Um, it's celebrated between October 31st and November 2nd. Yeah. Watching Coco just kind of, it just reminds you that it's about family, right? It's a time that I think the, yeah. that, you talk about your family and you know? your ancestors, right? Like yeah. not just your immediate family, but right. Those who have already passed on. Mm-hmm. And so this year we decided to make our own, like on Coco, you'll see they have an ofrenda, which is um, pictures of family members who are, are no longer living. And so we, I collected pictures from my side of the family, from Alan's side of the family of grandparents who have passed away. And then a couple generations beyond that and put them in frames. Like they're just, black and white printouts mostly and put them in frames and we put them on some of the shelves uh in our living room and i thought it was just a fun way to like it's amazing just how cool that is yeah like i've heard all these names forever and i think i've seen a lot of them but to just see them all in back further than i thought and then seeing alexis's who i've heard about but haven't really seen like it's just surprising how cool it is to have pictures with the names Mm -hmm. and have them out there and I think we need to like do more to talk about them and, and maybe we talk about one a night or something, but it's been a good start and 
was super cheap, right? We bought the cheapest frames we could get and yeah, printed I them like on the dollar ones at Walmart on like straight up paper. It's not even yeah, on, they're like, not photos. Photo paper. So um actually I was awesome. surprised how much Cammy really enjoyed it. Like she helped me put them together and she was asking me questions about the different pictures and stuff. And so it was really fun. I thought um like on November 1st, I, that we would have like each of the p- kids just pick a picture mm-hmm. and then we could just talk about what we know about that person. And some yeah. we know more than others because, you know, some we knew when they were alive and some we didn't. Um, but I thought it'd just be a fun way to like share your family yeah. history. Yeah. And we were just chatting about it today in a text thread, but I think it'd be fun to eat a cultural dish. I don't know. Tacos, yeah. burritos. Well, we could, yeah, I could do that. I know they have, um, Tamales. when I used to, that's how Spanish I am. <laughs> I know all the foods. I used to work at an elementary colata? school in uh, Salt Lake City and it was right across from a Mexican supermarket and they have sweet bread there, which is mm. fun. It's mostly just bread with sugar on top of Margarita? it. Margarita? No, we don't do margaritas. <laughs> Spanish. You just need to live in California, and then you know half the Spanish words. <laughs> El Camino Royal. Real. Damn. <laughs> anyway, that's a fun way that we're adding another culture into our family, and also talking to our kids about family history. And a hugely superior holiday, frankly. The creepy part of Halloween, I don't buy. The family part of Dia de los Muertos, big time buy. Los Muertos. Like I said, the Day of the Dead. <laughs> So uh, to wrap up, don't forget to go buy Alexis's ebook. Two recipes, two family activities, a kid's craft, a service project, home decor hacks, and our favorite Halloween books, which we didn't even mention here. So um, lots of good stuff. Only $5. Go support Alexis. It's a cool thing she's doing. She's going to try and do one for all the holidays. So you've got your like go-to. It can kind of become your traditions where you just like pull out this book and you've got recipes and activities that you can do every year and it becomes a thing. So, and super easy because us. So, because <laughs> Tanners do things that are easy. We don't Hashtag have five kids, <laughs> money or time or energy to do it. Elaborate. Mostly the energy, but meaningful. So, they're still fun and still memorable while being dead simple. Yes. That's the secret to us. So, go check it out. Also, hopefully there was something in here that you're like, oh, that sounds fun. We'd love to hear your Halloween traditions. So go to at Alexis Tanner Lane on Instagram and tell us what you do for costumes or what you do to make Halloween fun or special and not creepy because creepy stinks. <laughs> not interested in your creepy traditions. <laughs> we go on walks in the morning and, and just judge people. <laughs> just see all the halloween decorations we're like oh that's cute i like that like oh too creepy too creepy creepy we draw the line at spiders spiders is okay i like the spiders in the woods clowns creepy ghouls yeah all that don't need it (laughs) don't need it you see why christmas is our favorite holiday (laughs) i'll take pictures of my dead ancestors the end happy halloween Thanks, everyone, for listening. Alexis, as always, thanks for your great research. And Alan, thanks for your amazing editing skills. You can follow us on Instagram at Alexis Tanner Lane or tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And give us a rating. That's how people find out about our podcast. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. <laughs>